Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Professional athletes know the occupational risks they face when they take the field. They know that injuries can sideline them, sometimes temporarily and sometimes forever. Injuries by accident and circumstance are part of the game. But some injuries are life-threatening and neither athletes nor team staff know whether players can survive those injuries, much less take the field again. Last year, one pro athlete in baseball suffered an injury and it made him confront life and death. In spring 2017, Daniel Ponce de Leon was a top pitching prospect when he was struck in the head by a line drive from the opposing batter. It turned out that Ponce de Leon couldn't react quickly enough to put his glove in the ball, and instead the ball smashed his right temple. When Ponce de Leon recovered consciousness, he expressed casual indifference. He felt only slight tingling in his legs and he told his coaches, let me get up and walk to the clubhouse. It's probably just a concussion. But his coaches saw what had happened and they knew better. Without delay, trainers carried him off toward a waiting ambulance as Ponce de Leon gestured a thumbs up sign to the crowd. Hopefully it was a positive sign. I did see him lift his left arm and he wiggled his uh, left fingers. Before I continue with Ponce de Leon's story, I ought to emphasize an irony surrounding head injuries. Many injured persons often mistake head injuries for a concussion and it's not unusual for these persons to joke about getting hit or to dismiss the hit by saying that they're okay. Uh. A decade ago, actress Natasha Richardson died following a skiing accident in which she was not wearing a helmet. A horrible story to have to tell you about here this morning, but all eyes on Lenox Hill Hospital this morning here on the Upper East Side. Now, Natasha Richardson was actually flown here from Canada yesterday, and a spokesperson with the ski resort where she had been skiing when the accident happened said that she didn't hit anything when she fell. She didn't hit anyone. Initial reports said that she ran into a tree. Well, that turned out not to be true, but one piece of information that is true is she was not wearing a helmet. She ultimately suffered a head injury, but initially she was lucid, talking, and making jokes. That period when they're awake is referred to as the lucid interval. You fall down, you hit your head, feel fine, get up and walk around, and all of a sudden you just drop out. A spokesperson says the actress was taking a lesson with an instructor on a beginner's run when she fell. The ski instructor right away called the ski patrols and the ski patrol showed up right away and they, um, they, they had a look at her, examined her and they uh, saw no visible sign of injury. She was talking, she seemed alright. With ski patrol, she signed a form refusing medical assistance. Wow. Unfortunately, Richardson's delay very likely cost her her life as a blood clot grew larger and ultimately killed her. Worst. Returning to our story, pitcher Daniel Ponce de Leon was taken to the hospital where he went through tests and protocols. Doctors diagnosed him as having suffered an epidural hematoma. Let's break down the term epidural hematoma. Epidural hematoma is blood accumulation caused by bleeding from the brain. This bleeding occurs through the dural membrane, the strong outer layer of the brain. Oh, okay. 
okay. Beyond this dural membrane, blood vessels exist, and overall the brain and its layers are packed tightly inside the head. Tight like a tiger. For this reason, the brain has little allowance to handle swelling. When brains experience trauma, dural membranes can be stripped off. Oh God. Exposed blood vessels become damaged and they bleed profusely. This bleeding causes swelling rubbing the brain against the inner skull and the fluid pressure skyrockets to dangerous levels which can kill a person. Da -da, da -da. On Ponce de Leon, doctors performed a series of brain surgeries to relieve swelling related pressure. Whoa. First they performed a craniotomy. That is, they surgically opened a portion of Ponce de Leon's skull in order to remove a bone flap. Next, they drained excess fluid, then they closed lacerations to his arteries in order to stem further bleeding. Ponce de Leon forgot many details between being struck and being hospitalized. For me, it wasn't as scary, I think, because I didn't really know what was going on too much. He vaguely remembered feeling a headache, being nauseated, vomiting, getting a CT scan, and getting his head shaved for surgery. Both sports fans and non-sports fans love a great comeback story. Yeah. Daniel Ponce de Leon's story has a pleasant ending. Last year on May 9th, he was hit on the head by a line drive. He underwent emergency brain surgery, was in the ICU in the hospital. So this is about 14 months ago. And you talk about guts to get back on the mound and not only get back on the mound, but have success. Congratulations, Daniel Ponce de Leon, on making it to the big leagues. After Ponce de Leon had surgery, he worked through several stages in his comeback. Following weeks of hospitalization, he gained clearance to leave the hospital and to begin outpatient physical therapy. Right on the three-month mark, I got cleared, and I went down to Jupiter uh, with the Cardinals in their rehab, and I want to say that was like a week or two after I got home. Later, he was allowed gradually to begin working out and later to lift weights. Afterward, he slowly resumed baseball activities and eventually he commenced his off-season throwing program. Earlier this season in 2018, Ponce de Leon was invited to try out for the Major League St. Louis Cardinals. I like this right here. He didn't make the Major League roster out of spring training, so he was demoted back to the minor leagues but he had demonstrated enough progress, recovery, and promising signs he could rejoin the majors during mid-season. Okay, Finally, in July 2018, Ponce de Leon got his chance. He was called up from the minors to make his major league debut for the St. Louis Cardinals. Through seven sensational innings, Ponce de Leon pitched a no-hitter and shut down the opposition. Here's a one-two pitch, and a strikeout. Ponce de Leon, his first strikeout in the major leagues. He could have pitched two more innings, captured glory, and finished the no-hitter. An unbelievable major league debut, seven innings of no-hit ball. But his coaches wanted to keep his arm fresh because he'd already thrown nearly 120 pitches. Whoa there. Walking off to a rousing ovation, Ponce de Leon had come full circle after his scary head injury 14 months earlier. <laughs> 
Ponce de Leon said of his journey and his continuing comeback, I was hoping everyone would forget about the injury and notice me as a pitcher, not a guy who got hit in the head. The dent will always be there, but it's not going to define me. Often the right attitude and correct mindset, like Ponce de Leon's, support one's physical gifts to transform athletes into winners. Even if this turns out to be Ponce de Leon's only appearance in the major leagues, and regardless of how his career plays out, he has overcome so much, and that in itself is a success. I'm Big H with this edition of Hurt Locker, and you're listening to Medicine Remixed. Do what you want with that information. I encourage you to do your own research. If you have any input for us, we're always happy to hear it. And again, no other place like this, damn it. Should we start marketing this as an online medical school? Reese, you think we can get accreditation for this? Hey, if Trump got this stupid Trump University thing going, which folded later because it was terrible and it stole from people. But I think Medicine Remix should do it the right way. What do you guys think? Anyway, if you haven't done it already, please go to your iTunes right now. You're holding your phone, right? You're staring at it. Go to your iTunes, rate us. Anything less than five stars would be uncivilized. And leave a review. You may not know it, but you have no idea how much that helps. It helps us in so many ways. It makes it easier for us to get sponsors. It makes it easier for us to be pushed in terms of different platforms. If we can show that we actually have a following that responds in positive ways to our content. So in order to keep this going, we're asking you for help. So please like, subscribe, share. We got a Facebook page. Just type in Medicine Remix. Go there. It's verified. You'll know it's us. Follow us on Twitter. How are you guys not following us on Twitter? Rude. So rude. Anyway, again, thank you so much for listening. This is Medicine Remix. You're the best. Make way over to iTunes. Give us a review. Love y'all. Peace.